0: Hello, friends. Welcome to the dimension of our midnight cake. I'm Soltis. Joining me in the nexus between realities is my friend and fellow trans-dimensional being, Beaches. Both Lumberdore and Doug are dealing with the responsibilities of being heroes to their own dimensions and will be unable to join us for this transmission. For most of my life, I have been a fan of Star Wars. I enjoy the characters, I enjoy the story, I find the universe to be interesting. I've made no secret of my disdain for Kathleen Kennedy and what she has done to the Star Wars franchise with the help of Disney. But I did not think it was possible that they could produce something that would make me apathetic towards Star Wars. That is what The Book of Boba Fett has done for me as a fan. Now, I'm sure that there are people out there who enjoy the series, are having a lot of fun with it, and that's wonderful. I don't want to take anything away from that. For me, however, the series was the embodiment of what it means to sacrifice substance for spectacle. And it all comes to a head in the season finale, but we will get more into that as the conversation progresses. Also, I'm wary of the Lord of the Rings series from Amazon. At the time of this transmission, I have not seen the teaser, only read the Vanity Fair article, and it looks shockingly cheap. And that's something else that I'm sure we'll get into. If you enjoy our conversations and would like to show your support or get in contact with us, consider visiting our website at ourmidnightcake.com. So, after finishing the book of Boba Fett and reading the Vanity Fair article about the Lord of the Rings series, I started to think: Is there anything that I can look forward to? So, thank you for showing me the new trailer for the Multiverse of Madness. I was unaware of it, but it has given me something for you know to look forward to. I, I don't know what's been going on recently with franchises that I enjoy but there's been some weirdness. Even Doctor Strange was sounding off
1: um, and you know it might still be just because the trailer looks good doesn't mean the, the movie will be great but that Oh no really I've good. been lied to before <laughs> <laughs> Especially by Marvel
0: <laughs> Especially by Marvel and Disney in general they, probably, they made big promises <laughs> that they did not keep Speaking of big promises they did not keep I don't know if you've watched any of the Book of Boba Fett, but that wrapped up. I think, didn't I say, I think I saw the first episode. So uh... if someone sat through the first episode, I would not begrudge them at all if they had no interest whatsoever in the rest of the series. I sat through the first episode and I did not know what was going on or what to
1: think of the series i you know i'm not the biggest star wars fan and it all just felt very standard star warsy to me (laughs) like it didn't really seem like they were working too hard to show me anything i hadn't seen before
0: yeah yeah well and for me it seemed well Okay, so the rumors going around about the series are that it started off as a movie, and that's when Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni made up The Mandalorian because they wanted to do a Boba Fett series, but they didn't have Boba Fett to work with because it was being taken care of in this movie. Okay, And so they create The Mandalorian and it becomes super popular. It's one of the series that elevated disney plus to you know, some kind of sustainability as a streaming service like from the outside looking in it
1: seems like boba fett is star wars not boba fett mandalorian is star wars right now <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> right and i don't think you're wrong in, in any case from what i understand it again this is this is rumor that i cannot verify that this is a holdover from when kathleen kennedy had control of Lucasfilm and was heavily involved with Star Wars and all of her ideologies and things were in full swing. Then it gets turned into a series so that Disney has a placeholder for Star Wars content until they can get to the Mandalorian season three and the Kenobi series and Ahsoka and Andor and you know, at the time, Rangers of the New Republic and all the other series that they had going on. It was chopped up, mixed around. What is bizarre, though, is that episodes five and six Hmm. have, they don't have Boba Fett in them. And again, from what I understand, it was episodes of The Mandalorian season three that were put into into the series so that it would attract viewers (laughs) Because what they were doing with the show was so unpopular that people were just completely writing everything off.
1: I heard or I heard this somewhere else saying that they were doing reshoots of the final episode, like the week before it
0: aired. Yeah, that, that was another one of the rumors is that is that until the final week <laughs> before oh. it, it aired, they were doing reshoots and rewrites and trying to edit. This thing together and in it it's a very interesting process that I I think that people should I, I could I could not recommend this to anybody who enjoys Star Wars or anybody who enjoys stories or characters but I could recommend it to anybody who wants to learn what not to do with a series or how to market it or how to present it or how to put it together the season finale is so disjointed and has it has atrocious <laughs> it would seem like from a lot of
1: the reaction i've heard it would be strange to hear that there were going to be
0: a second season yeah I, I couldn't imagine and and this is again this is something that i do not put on the actors or you know they're there for a paycheck they're there playing a character they have to work with the director and the script and the lines and, and everything. So, you know, I don't, I don't begrudge Tamara Morrison for. for I've these the are role different Bob people Fett.
1: that are working
0: on this than say the Mandalorian, right? The episodes are principally directed by, um, by Robert Rodriguez, mm-hmm. who you may know from such films as spy kids, the machete series of movies. Um, yeah. That kind of thing. I don't. There, there are so many things wrong with the series that it, if you if you haven't seen it, again, um I don't. It, it uh, you, it's something that you would have to see for yourself. Well, I am glad you enjoyed the Doctor Strange trailer. <laughs> <laughs> that looks, re- that that looks fun. That looks like a, yeah, a fun yeah, movie yeah. to sit down and watch.
1: Okay. <laughs> on something i think you may be less enthusiastic about did you see the um what are they calling it the rings of power teaser no oh that's uh, the only that thing that, that i saw came was out. that
0: was that weird voiceover with the with the molten metal going uh, through the channel the,
1: i guess that was the title reveal so far I,
0: it looks like middle earth to me um
1: yeah i've heard some things where they're condensing the story and changing some things but That's not really different from the Lord of the Rings we've gotten so far.
0: that's true. My concern is not with that. In that that Vanity Fair article that Uh, they had. I didn't read that, yeah. Did nothing to make me think that this is a good idea. (laughs) They're talking about writing the novel that Token never wrote. And they got that right because he did not write this. Like right. They're they're inserting characters that did not exist.
1: A lot of the stuff we're getting is uh, from notes that his son put together and
0: edited and added to. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. From what I understand, this is principally from the appendices of the Lord of the Rings. But I could be wrong. I'm not a Tolkien scholar and there are official Tolkien scholars. <laughs> they hired one for this series. And then they fired him after he gave an interview about what the show is going to do and not do. And then they hired some lady who says she's a scholar. But if she is, I question the validity of that because she seems to miss the point of the stories. There's been a lot of rants and things about the Rings of Power and about the diverse cast and how Glandriel is now this warrior queen- kind of character yeah um, yeah leading armies when that never happened they're including hobbits which had no place in this time period as far as mm. influencing the events the is
1: they're using the um the sort of the older version of the hobbits but even then they still should't be that old
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i I heard that, that there was this idea that well you, you can't have
0: tolkien without hobbits You absolutely can't, but you can, you know, he, he did for several ages. Yeah. He made it very clear that, that during this time, you know, the hobbits don't factor into anything. I know that they're (laughs) one of, one of the younger races in middle earth Mm. as far as, you know, elves being ancient and dwarves being created when the guy wasn't supposed to create them. And yeah, (laughs) that's one of my favorite stories actually. I love that. I was like yeah I'm, I'm gonna do this <laughs> no don't do the thing well i did it anyway i'll let him slip for a bit we will bring him back later <laughs> yeah yeah because uh wasn't gonna have them
1: pop up before his uh his chosen race right, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> i like that <laughs> he's like i'll let you have these but not before mine <laughs>
0: Like, I don't know, there there were were complaints going around about the condensing of the thousands of years of history into... And and
1: when I I listen to that, I I think back to when the Peter Jackson movies came out. And there was a lot of crying about the things that were changed in those. You're going to change some things. From what I've heard, the argument is that they felt like over thousands of years, they would have to trade out, you know, the mortal characters so much that you'd be meeting new ones in every single episode. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> now that has a logistical basis, which I can say, okay, yeah. that, that makes some logistical sense as far as how to produce a series and then get people invested in characters. But I don't see the need to invent new characters, especially since Tolkien has unteen characters right, and, right. That you could pick from the complaint about the diverse cast. I don't know. It's like, I don't understand the need to have a black dwarf queen or princess, whoever she is, because they live underground, right? Right, right, right. the pigmentation and i get what you're saying yeah. <laughs> okay. you're doing
1: better than me because i wasn't even thinking dwarves i knew i had seen a, a black elf and i was like well some of them had to become orcs right ah uh, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh <laughs> uh, which is <laughs> uh, is is not <laughs> i'm making a joke about the lord of the rings you know the the about the so-called the, racism, the war of
0: the, the races, the, where the yeah. orcs used to be elves that were then yeah. corrupted. That's <laughs> the joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I mean, as long as they're not too weird about it, I don't,
0: I don't understand the need for that. And and then there's the the whole thing of uh, it doesn't look like she has a beard. All the dwarves have. Doesn't seem to. The Didn't dwarven ladies have beards and they would uh and the dwarves kept the ladies in the chambers and the tunnels yeah. and the mines and, and everything. And then when the ladies would go out, they would dress as men and pass off as male dwarves. This is something that was explained a bit in the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. trilogy. He spent his lifetime creating this world and this mythology. It was because he aside from the King Arthur legends, which he really enjoyed there wasn't a Mm -hmm. mythology for england there was britain at large and he he mentions in his writings about how he pulled from all these different mythologies to create this original story and original world that could be representative of english literature and and england in general the the spirit of what it meant to be english it seems that what they're doing just, is you would, it's
1: you would expect it to be very white essentially
0: i don't have any any problems with a diverse cast like um I'll, the huge argument that i or the huge argument the huge example that i keep seeing popping up is uh, black panther what if we decide to remake black panther and everybody is white and mexican and asian Oh, my God. And <laughs> like, Just because it represents the world in which we live, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like, come on, guys. <laughs> what, <Wow>. But <laughs> what has me worried the most is that I haven't heard anything about the kind of story that they want to tell. I've heard a lot about the diverse cast. And they've been pushing that, lot, mm. but I haven't heard about the kind of story. One of the main stories seems to be focused around Galadriel being some young, brash warrior. Definitely general. seems like
1: she's going to be one of the featured characters.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, which, um. again, not in keeping with her character, doing things that she never did in the stories. Mm. I mean, didn't didn't
1: what was it, Arwen in the Lord of the Rings essentially did all the stuff that her brother would have done. Yes. Yeah.
0: And and at the time if I remember correctly there was a a huge uproar that she had Gosh, such a God. large part in the Lord yeah. of the Rings when she didn't in the story and I mean there are artistic choices being made. I got it. They were like we got to have a woman in this somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> ladies. We got to have ladies. <laughs> There's a lot of carrots in this stew right now. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> That was a Bob's Burgers reference.
1: <laughs> that's that's coming up. a Couple months. Yeah. it's another. I'm thing excited about that. That I'm looking forward to. When was the last time we had a uh, 2D animated movie in the theater? Oh, I'm I'm struggling. The last one that I remember. Okay, last one I recall was the Winnie the Pooh movie in 2011. Oh, oh, yeah, you're probably right. I'm sure I could be wrong. But I'm thinking like a wide release, like, like the like the computer animated movies, uh, the computer animated movies get like a, a big release movie. I I just can't remember oh. one since then.
0: Okay, yeah, I think it. I think you were right. I think it was Winnie the Pooh. At least it says uh, Winnie the Pooh ended up being the great finale for 2D animation at the studio that revolutionized the art form. Wow. How Winnie the Pooh provided a gentle send-off to hand-drawn animation at Disney. That's a shame. That is a shame. It's a wonderful art form.
1: As much as I love Bob's Burgers, I don't know that it's going to be the shining example of D animation <laughs> <laughs> that we've been looking for. <laughs> Basically, get away with Bob's Burgers with puppets. <laughs> very easily. Uh, what else is there? Um, you don't play the Uncharted games, do you?
0: I, I don't. I'm aware of them. Oh, okay.
1: I need someone to gripe about this upcoming thing with.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, what what is your gripe with it?
1: Oh, I don't know. I just don't know. It's one of those that I may go see, but my my brain's telling me boycott this thing, you know? You don't like the look of it, so don't go see it, right? <laughs> but I you know, just like movies too much.
0: That's That's something that I'm trying to come to terms with with this Rings of Power series. Uh-huh. I don't like the look of it. I think it looks so just cheap. don't watch it, right? Yeah, I think it looks cheap. I think that the characters are misrepresented uh, from what they're supposed to be. They've been heavily focused on the racial aspect instead of the actual characters. They have so many characters that are that they're creating for the series. Like it's not going to be what I think it should be. <laughs> I mean, you you enjoy most of the Mandalorian and stuff, right? Yeah, like I have a lot of problems with the Mandalorian series, but I think that overall it's a fun series. And or I mean, you didn't mind seeing those episodes of the Boba Fett series. No, I didn't.
1: But having seen the having seen the entire Boba Fett series, are you a little disappointed with yourself for sticking with it?
0: Yes, I am. Okay. And and on that note, I am uninterested in any future. Star Wars projects It's tough. I uh, I felt that way about Dexter
1: too. And then this new season came out, and it looked amazing. And I did end up enjoying it. So if I hadn't watched it, I would have missed out on a on a really good, you know, another
0: season of Dexter. Uh, I think that there are some things that need to happen first for I don't, I don't for me to think it. that they are taking something seriously. First and foremost, Kathleen Kennedy has got to go. <laughs> She
1: does, she does not have your vote.
0: <laughs> no.
1: i starting to wonder whose vote she does have. I mean, who's out there cheering for her?
0: Oh, I'm, I'm sure there are other activists that are just happy that this stuff exists. That's true. Again, with this, uh, talking about ideologies and activism and things, when in this article, this Vanity Fair article, they explained that Tolkien is for everyone. And now it reflects that. Tolkien has always been for everyone.
1: It's weird. And I, I know we we come from a standpoint of having grown up and we've always seen ourselves reflected in, in the media we enjoy. That's mm-hmm. never been a problem for us. You know, when I went to see a film, a foreign film, you know, I didn't necessarily feel like this movie wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's a product of the fact that I know that I can always turn around and turn on the television and there'll be tons of white people there for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: See, uh, I mean, I, 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 I find it very difficult to think in those terms that it's all down to race, especially with a story like this, with, with The Lord of the Rings and the universe that is created, that just because someone is from whatever ethnicity you want to point to I don't think that that automatically makes them relatable to that demographic. I think that anybody can find something in any character with which they can relate. And it doesn't have to be based around just how they look, but who the character is. And and with so much focus around their diverse cast, it worries me that they're not putting enough attention into the story or building the characters, that they're filling quotas. And I don't know of any franchise where that has worked to somebody's benefit. It's like, hey, we have, we've we've collected all the Pokemons, come look at them, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. It's, it, it becomes a tokenization where they're not there for their merit, or for how well they can portray the character. And you maybe, know maybe these people are the perfect choice for these characters. I don't know. Again, I haven't seen the series. I haven't seen anything about it yet, but their focus on the racial aspect makes me question how good a story this is going to be, especially since they're reinventing the events in this particular time period.
1: I, I was not at all surprised to learn that there had been some effort on on Marvel's part to uh, figure out how they could include the Miles Morales Spider Man in uh, No Way Home. Even though I don't, I don't think, and this must have been what the, the conclusion they came to is that he wouldn't have had the same impact as these other two, you know, live action film Spider Man characters.
0: I don't think he would have either, and. I think that it would have been too much. They already have three Spider Men running around mm. in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like with the end of the Spider Verse, not all Spider Men are treated the same or have the same screen time. Mm. And unfortunately, people who See, are I don't know I I feel like questioning this s- are I've have been demonized. <laughs> 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 they're they're labeled as as various ists and phobes and how they're you know against any sort of equality or progress. And I don't think that that's the case. I think that they're just raising concerns as Mm -hmm. to, okay, you know, this is what has been established. This is what has allowed the franchise to survive for so long. You're doing something different. Why is that? We'd like to know, I guess. And I don't think that that's unreasonable. (laughs) Fortunately, the Uncharted thing,
1: isn't mired in all this it's it's got nothing to do with (laughs) with race or anything it's it's simply that they've cast tom holland and when i have spider-man and they have marky mark (laughs) when i look at this trailer i don't see the character that i've been playing for four games it just i just don't and and i've heard the arguments you know he's supposed to be a younger version but tom holland's an adult he's not gonna grow up into this character
0: he's not a teenager Mm. He's 25 years old at the time of this transmission.
1: It honestly feels like they've just slapped the Uncharted name on a generic adventure movie. Well, well like the scenes you see where Tom Holland is wearing the uh, the outfit from the video game mm-hmm. is like cosplay is what it looks <laughs> well, like.
0: Unfortunately, that's how we view the Book of Boba Fett. And what looks like this in The Rings of Power is that, mm. is that it's cosplay. You know, you have the Star Wars name on something and there's this guy who's who who's cosplaying Boba Fett because mm-hmm. he's not the character that was not even yeah. established in the original trilogy.
1: I, w- I will say, give, give this give this trailer a look and I it, it does nothing for the story. It's like they've just picked a bunch of really nice looking scenes to show. It's a teaser. It It looks like Middle Earth to me. Okay, at least what we've been presented in film thus far, except for you
0: know, uh, I'm 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 going to give it a watch. I'm going to see what what the commotion is. Maybe it's a whole lot of sound and fury (laughs) signifying nothing. I don't know. I don't know. know.
1: (laughs) We'll see. Yeah, we will see if we (laughs) choose to resubscribe
0: to Amazon by then. And we don't know if we do that. If I don't we know. Do if, that I, I think that another thing that I've seen, I've been seeing through people talking about what they've seen as far as, you know, the vanity fair article and all this is that no matter what content creators are going to win, <laughs> either they have a fantastic series that they can talk about and be mm-hmm. excited for. And, you know, and then they get free promotions and all that, or they have a horrible series that they can talk about and, <laughs> and complain about <laughs> but either way they're going to make content about it.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, I love the um Masters of the Universe live action movie. I love it for every horrible thing that I, you know. <laughs> I mean it was a tremendous flop and and most people I think do not love it, but there are there are those of us who enjoy it uh, for what it is? One of the things I, it I has a soft people... spot with me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> one, one of the things I think people hate the most about it, you, you can probably guess.
0: Is it Skeletor?
1: No, Skeletor's great. Yeah, Skeletor is the best part. Um yeah. uh, Well, no, universe. Like, like I I feel this way too. Is the obviously money saving choice to set most of the film on Earth?
0: Oh, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Rather than Eternia,
1: <laughs> I mean. No Battle Cat. Okay, I get that. When do you get a green tiger? I don't know. I'm
0: not going to spray paint a tiger green. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: they, they swapped out Orko for this Or character. I wish they had just gone ahead and called him Orko, you know, but whatever. All that aside, sticking it on Earth. You, you had, I mean, Dolph Lundgren was great, and <laughs> He-Man and Evil Lynn. You had all this good stuff, but you stuck it on Earth for some reason. So they're talking about the new... He-Man live-action movie um, that they've recast since the last time they cast it. And it's sounding very much like it's going to be set on Earth. Oh, good. <sighs> oh, well done, everyone. <laughs> Glad to know we've learned nothing. Yeah. He's going to start out on Earth and have to learn about his Eternian heritage
0: and have to work his way to that for some reason now from what i understand at, at least originally adam's mother was from earth wasn't she yes Humans, but that was I guess, that but, was never yeah. anything
1: in he-man you know yeah <laughs> like she was from earth but she didn't care anymore
0: no no she was,
1: she was an attorney now as far as she was concerned
0: uh, and she was a queen
1: it makes you wonder why they even why they even chose to include that detail in the cartoon.
0: I don't know. This will make it relatable to our audience. They're from
1: Earth. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so they have that one episode where they answer the question, does is Eternia in the same? Yes. Yes. We'll never see Earth again, but it's somewhere out there. It's like Star Wars. You know, it's here. It's just it was a long time ago in the galaxy far far away
0: straight on till morning <laughs> uh-huh.
1: now that disney owns it well one of my favorite recent reimaginings is from the idw ninja turtle comics i had always had a problem with the idea that they treated japan as if it was still like in it, in it the was still feudal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they fixed that in in the idw continuity by having the turtles and splinter be reincarnations of ancient versions of themselves it was a pretty good story fix. Um, yeah. But but for the, for the most part, they keep the, the, the original spirit of the show, the mm-hmm. series, whatever you're looking at, cartoon, comic, movie.
0: Again, and this may be a sore spot for some people, but going back to 2016 and the Ghostbusters movie, mm. it's a worse version of Ghostbusters. It's the same plot points is the same characters basically i think i think that's a that's
1: a point we've disagreed on in the past that i i, mm-hmm. I if i could adjust my comment I, I would not say that it's a great movie mm-hmm. i personally i enjoyed it for a laugh at the time i don't think it's as funny on, upon rewatching. <laughs> um i personally would rather have seen an attempt like it. To reinvent or reboot or reimagine the Ghostbusters than what we got recently, which is just, you know, dig up the old actors, mm-hmm. <laughs> nostalgia, nostalgia, recreate the original movie. Uh so I'm not yes. saying the 2016 movie was a home run by any means. I just I I would have preferred something like that from competent filmmakers. <laughs>
0: Uh, yes,
1: maybe, maybe if um, what uh, what was the new director's name
0: for the 2016 Jason Wright
1: movie? Is that it?
0: Yeah, yeah, Jason Jason Reitman, afterlife. Yeah, yeah, Ivan Reitman, the original, if he had done more of a re re reboot, reimagining, you know, uh, I I think that it falls into soft reboot territory where Mm. you know, where you have new characters, they're younger, Mm. it's a new generation kind of thing, yeah, but they do pull heavily from for nostalgia and oh wow and things that don't make any sense to the movie as far as why they're there other than they were in the original ghostbusters so Mm. so here they are now
1: i want to see a movie that i could watch on its own you know not a movie that (laughs) i i'm gonna have to you know it's always going to be part of like that that's uh rewatch of Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 and Ghostbusters Afterlife, you
0: know? hmm Yeah,
1: I want a new classic, basically. <laughs> Which is maybe asking a yeah. lot.
0: I, I think that is asking a lot, but I don't think that that's an unreasonable ask. <laughs> because we have the originals, we know that it's possible to write something like that or to create something like that because we have them. And that's something that was promised with The Mandalorian, is that it was a separate part of Star Wars, takes place in the Star Wars universe, You know, separate characters. Okay, he's a Mandalorian. There's ties to Mandalore. There's ties to, you know, the Mandalorians don't like the Jedi and vice versa. Okay, that's kind of cool. He doesn't know about the Jedi. Neat. It comes back to the original trilogy and it, it and it keeps funneling back and it keeps funneling back and it keeps funneling back. And it would be nice to have a separate story, like you're talking about, it can take place in the same universe mm. with the same, you know, kinds of peoples and things like that. But it's okay to not reference the original trilogy, <laughs> or the prequels, or yeah. the sequels, <laughs> or anything about that. Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our Midnight Cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, lumberdor Beaches, and Doug. Thank you, and good night.
1: Um, I'm I'm not against. The idea of making statements with films. And uh, I I think just like the rest of the world, uh, the film industry probably has needed a push in certain directions.
0: Oh, um, oh absolutely. I d- absolutely. <laughs> I, do, I do
1: hate when you can feel that that has overridden a movie that otherwise would have... <laughs> really just enjoyed just for the story. And you can feel that things are happening within the film uh, to push agendas. Uh, Yeah. I, I don't love that.
0: I think I should add a caveat to my previous statement of, I want everyone to do well with their projects. And I think that the caveat to that is unless it is woke garbage where There are ideologies ahead of character or story.